Even simplified acquisitions can get an agency tied into knots. That's what the Homeland Security Department found out when it used simplified procedures for a training contract worth less than $5 million. Smith-Pactor-McWhorter attorney Joseph Petrillo has the details. And, Joe, I thought simplified meant simple, but in this case, it was anything but. Tell us about this case. Sure. In this instance, the Department of Homeland Security was conducting a small business set-aside acquisition to obtain leadership training. The concept here is that DHS employees go off to Gettysburg with a contractor and they tour the battlefield and they stay there and they conduct leadership training and seminars and they use the events at Gettysburg as illustrations and object lessons to show how leadership works. That's the basic idea. The department, as you've mentioned, decided to use simplified acquisition techniques and try to make this a streamlined procurement. But things got complicated, as they sometimes do. This was a best value procurement, and the most important factors in the order of their importance were technical capability, a sample presentation, and past performance, with price being the least important factor. The proposals were rated in each of those non-price factors at confidence levels, high, some confidence, or low confidence. So a scale of Uh, one to three, basically. Exactly. Yeah, basically, you know, good, okay, and not so good. So (laughs) that was the rating system. When the evaluations took place, Lincoln had the highest rating category for the top two factors. Is that why they? this is because of Gettysburg? Well, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, certainly, they had the right name. Lincoln is a small business that does training, in other words. Exactly. Lincoln Leadership. Got it. Is the, okay. Uh, not, not Lincoln the president. <laughs> so, uh, technical capability and sample presentation, they had the highest ratings. They had a middle uh, rating for past performance, but the price was high, about $4.5 million. Academy Leadership had the middle rating for all three non-price factors and a price of only $3 million. DHS determined that Lincoln Leadership's technical superiority was worth a much higher price, and award went to that company. Academy Leadership protested. And the crucial issue in the protest involved around DHS's communications with the offerors. They had asked all three finalists in the competition if their price was the best they could offer. In addition, they told Lincoln Leadership its price was significantly higher than the other proposals. And that's kosher to say that? Joe did not say that was objectionable. And they did mention that it was advice specifically tailored to Lincoln's proposal. I think under FAR Part 15, the normal competitive negotiation procedures, that's a questionable thing to do. But certainly saying your price is too high or relatively too high probably is perfectly okay. But they didn't slide pennies across the table, each one being a million dollars and winking and say, this is how high you are, so far uh, as we apparently know. Apparently not, yeah. <laughs> okay. that, that's, that's not in the record anyway. So the issue now is what happened after that, and Lincoln and Academy both reduced their prices. Lincoln went from $5 million to $4.5 million. Academy went from $3.5 million to about $3 million. I'm rounding things off here, but Academy said, look, these were discussions, and they were unfair and, and misleading. Uh, and the Department of Homeland Security said, well, this isn't a far part 15 procurement where you have all these rules about what you do in discussions. It was a simplified acquisition, and, and we think that asking for a better price wasn't a smart thing to do and perfectly fine. GAO looked at it differently, though. They said that even though the simplified procedures don't require discussions, when an agency does uh, conduct them, it has to do so fairly and reasonably. So what does that mean? What does fair and reasonable mean? 
Well, in this instance, GAO referred to the FAR Part 15 procedures as to what that meant. And first of all, it held that these were the types of discussions that are mentioned in those procedures. So they were referencing the unsimplified part of procurement. Exactly. And given that they were discussions under FAR Part 15, the standard for those discussions had to be that they were meaningful. Here, they didn't meet those standards because Lincoln was specifically notified of the main obstacle it had to achieving award, its substantially higher price, and given an opportunity to fix that. They were able to to reduce their price. However, Academy wasn't given that opportunity. Their problem wasn't their price. Their problem was areas in their proposal which were not as good as they could have been. And there were specific areas that DHS mentioned in their evaluation as being significant weaknesses in the Academy's proposal. It wasn't told about those areas, and it wasn't given an opportunity to fix its proposal to try to improve it. In other words, Homeland Security told Lincoln, the one they awarded it to, that their price had been too high. But they did not tell Academy, which did not get the award, about the deficiencies in the other parts of the procurement, their technology, their sample presentations, and their past performance. Exactly. The basic problem here is that Academy's problem wasn't that its price was too high. Its price was fine. Its price was comparatively very good. Ironically, all that happened as a result of discussions was that everyone's price lowered, and the gap between Academy leadership and Lincoln leadership didn't close at all. But in the last analysis, price wasn't the determinative factor here. But I guess the theory is that had it known about the deficiencies in the more important areas of evaluation, perhaps Academy could have had the opportunity to improve them. I think that's right. You know, there were things that looked like you might be able to fix in a proposal, and we didn't know because Academy never had that chance. So GAO sustained the protest and said that Homeland Security would have to conduct appropriate discussions with all three finalists, get revised proposals, and make a new source selection. You know, the moral of the story here is that it looks like to the extent you start using FAR Part 15 procedures, you're going to have to use them more rigorously and thoroughly than you had perhaps envisioned, even in a simplified acquisition. GAO did say that there could be circumstances where an agency in in a simplified acquisition could request price reductions, and those price reductions wouldn't trigger discussions. But it's hard to imagine what those are. The only instance I can think of is where everyone has the highest possible ranking and couldn't improve in their non-price factors. So the only thing is price. But other than that kind of unusual situation, it seems to me that you've got this kind of teaching to follow. Yeah. If everybody's great, then you've got the equivalent of contractor (laughs) T-ball and it's a function (laughs) of price. So the lesson is that say the same thing to everybody. If you're going to be simplified, say everybody's price is too high, come back at us and leave it at that. But if you start having individual discussions, then you're getting yourself into Part 15 territory if you don't have them equally with everyone. I think the agency did, in fact, do what you said here, but it got into trouble because everyone wasn't in the same position. So that issue about price turned out to benefit only one offeror when others had meaningful interventions that didn't happen and could have. All right, so now we have to see what happens. It has not been re-awarded yet, correct? As far as I know, it has not, yes. Well, agencies have ways of getting what they want, even in spite of protests. So we'll have to see how that one comes out. It's getting cold to go up and traipse through Gettysburg pretty soon. This may all end up in the spring. Well, maybe that's a leadership lesson in itself. All right. Joseph Petrillo is a procurement attorney with Smith Pactor McWhorter. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tom.
We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week. So patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.